It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. Just how dark is the wider horizon? How few there are, even now, that are willing to honestly investigate where that question leads. Far too many, especially in first world nations, have no idea what's unfolding around the world exactly the way the controllers want it. Far too many in the ranks of the human race continue to blindly follow the now heavily traveled path toward near-term self-annihilation. In regard to the human race, Mark Twain stated the following so long ago, quote, the human race consists of the damned and the ought to be damned. What do you think Twain meant? What deep moral depravity was he referring to in the ranks of our species? How many feel that they are caught between the proverbial hammer and the anvil, between a clinically insane global power structure and populations that have generally refused to question anything that's unfolding, no matter how glaring the signs and warnings are? A staggering percentage of the population not only blindly accepts whatever they're told by the controllers of the matrix and their mainstream media mouthpieces, but they also aggressively defend the controller dictates, no matter how criminal and dangerous those dictates are. The few who are truly striving to be awake and aware, to have their eyes wide open, to diligently and objectively investigate without bias, preconception, and programming, feel caught up in a flash flood of insanity that's cascading around the world. I sometimes receive angry messages from individuals that insist, quote, it's not populations that are to blame, but only a handful of evil criminals at the very top. If only this were true, and how I wish it was. But here's the fact of the matter. They, i.e. the controllers, those who print the money, could not do what they do without the active or passive participation of the majority population. Fact, this scenario must change, or we have no chance. Just how dire are the headlines that they don't want us to know about? Stay tuned. You're listening to the commercial-free, non-political global alert news hour, brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website on the subject of global climate engineering operations that are wreaking havoc with the life support systems of the planet on which our lives completely depend. The global controllers are not going to back off their agendas. The bottom line factor that is driving their actions is the abrupt collapse of Earth's climate and life support systems. This factor is not going away, not in any time frame that matters. The human race has decimated the planet in the geologic blink of an eye. Climate intervention operations are a core component to all that is unfolding. Let's cover some breaking reports. As we plow through headlines, it's imperative to remember and consider that climate intervention operations, biosphere collapse, and the CV-19 scenario are all connected. They are inseparable. First headline from multiple sources. It never ends. Anthony Fauci says booster dose of coronavirus vaccine will be necessary in the future. Fauci made the statement after he and other federal health officials met with Pfizer executives. The tail wagging the dog. From the very start of the CV-19 scenario, geoengineeringwatch.org stated on the record that the former paradigm was over and not coming back. For well over a decade, geoengineeringwatch.org has stated 
and tried to sound the alarm that when biosphere collapse could no longer be hidden, the controllers would become more desperate and dangerous than ever before. That time is unfolding by the day. Next headline, CNN medical analyst Wynn, that's her last name, states, life, quote, needs to be hard for the unvaccinated Americans. The report states CNN medical contributor Dr. Lena Wynn said that life needs to be, quote, hard for Americans who have not received a coronavirus vaccine with, quote, twice weekly testings, end quote. Wynn, the former Planned Parenthood president, said, so now we have this Delta variant that is much more contagious. Because it's more contagious, it's going to be even harder for us to reach herd immunity. Wynn added this, quote, so how quickly we can get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now to overcome disinformation. That's Wynn's words. And keep in mind, Dr. Wynn's definition of disinformation means any data, no matter how credible, that disputes the official propaganda. And on the subject of propaganda and the mouthpieces for it that are in the control of those in power, Dr. Peter Hotez is another primary power structure propaganda minion, along with Dr. Lena Wynn, trying to marginalize anyone who dares to dispute the official narrative. Exactly how factually void is the official narrative? Stay tuned. You'll be shocked at some of the statistics coming up in this broadcast. Though countless so-called physicians are playing the part of profit-pursuing cowards, only attempting to preserve their own personal paradigm, there are at least a few heroes surfacing. Dr. Charles Hoff is one. Investigate his research. You won't like what you learn. But the only way forward is to fully face the truth. More headlines. ABC News, coronavirus infects vaccinated leader at Florida condo site. Wait, did I read that right? The vaccinated leader catches COVID? Wait, I thought it was safe and effective. And how many of these, quote, breakthrough cases are there? There are thousands and thousands, and it's not being reported. Statistics, again, are much worse than just that. Again, stay tuned. Another headline, CNN. Surprising amount of deaths will soon occur in these U.S. regions from increased COVID-19 cases, expert says. Question, is this statement from a so-called CNN expert, an expert that's actually a part of the script? Is that how he knows exactly what's coming and where? The CNN report then states this, quote, what's particularly frustrating for many experts is that the deaths are, quote, completely avoidable now that vaccines are available. Please remember that statement from CNN's paid experts and compare it to the vaccine adverse reaction statistics, the most recent statistics, which I will cover later in this broadcast. When I consider in my own family, the two members that got vaccinated, my father-in-law and stepfather, both of them, as I've covered in previous broadcasts, ended up in ER rooms under critical care within three hours, both in the hospital a week, neither one fully recovered, and that's in my own family, and neither event was reported as an adverse reaction. In fact, the doctors questioned about what happened to them, stated without any examination whatsoever that they knew it had nothing to do with the vaccine. How in the world could they know without any examination or testing whatsoever? That's their programmed statement, statement that they are pressured to spit out if they want to keep their paychecks and pensions. The entire system is a cancer at this point. 
It saddens me deeply to point out that far too many, especially in first world nations, want to be lied to. They don't want the truth. They're clinging to the grand facade, though they won't have the option for much longer. Next headline report, Joe Biden announced this week that he has commissioned, quote, surge response teams, end quote, from the federal government to intercommunities and neighborhoods with, quote, low vaccination rates to the point of knocking on doors and pressuring people to get vaccinated. Biden's press secretary, Jin Psaki, said these federal agents are only coming to our doors because they, quote, care deeply about us and don't want us to die from the CCP virus. That's how she described it. I'll cover that in a moment. She further stated, we have the information they need on how safe and accessible the vaccine is. Saki said this in her daily press briefing. Very subtle, Miss Saki, the CCP virus. But you left out the part that the research for the gain of function for this virus came from U.S. agencies that were directed by Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm certainly not defending the CCP, but the U.S. is neck deep in this entire scenario as are other major powers around the globe. And about what Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, stated, quote, people aren't getting vaccinated because it's not accessible. Surely, Ms. Psaki, it has nothing to do with the dismal safety record or with the record numbers of reported deaths and injuries, the seemingly limitless pressure to get the shots with multinational corporations leveraging all their power against us, threatening our jobs and livelihoods. Surely this wouldn't set off any red flags in people's minds, would it? From political.com, Potentially a death sentence. That's a quote. White House goes off on vaccine, quote, fear mongers. The report states the administration has shifted to a head-on strategy to dispel fear mongering over its door-to-door efforts. Again, what is the administration's definition of, quote, fear mongering? Anyone that dares to address the increasingly shocking data and statistics that the administration chooses to blatantly lie about. And while all this is going on, what's the previous head inmate of the White House up to? Rallies. Scripted Trump theater is even now being used to fan the polarization and division of the population. Stop, stand back, and consider political everything is nothing more than smoke and mirrors theater. Left, right, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, all used to divide and conquer. The former administration was every bit as much a part of and involved in the converging scenarios that are now closing in on all of us, most especially including the entire CV-19 scenario. Meet the new boss, very much similar to the old boss. Occupants of the White House are useful puppets for the power structure. Again, their role, to polarize, divide, and distract populations from the wider horizon, again, which is becoming more bleak by the day. Another headline, Vaccine Safety Advocate Tells Robert F. Kennedy Jr. The CDC's VAERS program protects vaccine makers, not kids. Against VAERS is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. The entire system is structured to protect big pharma and the medical industrial complex from absolutely all legal liability for any and all injuries and or deaths that their products cause. Never forget that blatant, glaring red flag. Big Pharma has total legal immunity from any and all injury and or death their so-called safe and effective products cause. Big Pharma has enjoyed this blanket legal immunity for 35 years. How many in the population knows or understands this? 
Another headline, nurse blows the whistle on the medical industry. Quote, they're not offering informed consent. End of headline. What else aren't we being told? Consider this. The European Union database of suspected drug reaction reports is Endura Vigilance. This source tracks reports of injuries and or deaths following the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. As of July 2021, 17,503 dead, 1.7 million injured, 50% serious. That's, again, what has been reported in the Endura Vigilance Vaccine Reaction Tracking Source. That's for the European Union. And this database maintained at Endura Vigilance is only for countries in Europe who are part of the European Union, the EU, which comprises 27 countries. So as high as these numbers are, they do not reflect all of Europe. The actual number in Europe who are reported dead or injured due to CV-19 injections would likely be much higher than what these statistics reflect because there are many countries, again, not included in these statistics. I've never asked anyone to blindly believe any of the data reported on this broadcast. What I am asking is for you to investigate for yourself. Why would anyone roll up their sleeve and allow something to be put into them that cannot be taken out without any understanding of what that something is? That is profoundly perplexing to me. And I've talked to individuals that had no idea which vaccine they got, let alone what was in any of them. They simply did what they were told without questioning. Is that reasonable or rational? Weren't we given a sense of reason for reason? Aren't we required to use that sense of reason? Let's plow through more headlines, and I will soon get to breaking reports on biosphere collapse, which is the bottom line to all of this, and it is far worse than anything we're officially being told. No surprise. But the headline, documents obtained via a freedom of information request by Judicial Watch show that Anthony Fauci financed the Wuhan lab's work on the CV-19 gain-of-function characteristic. Fauci did this through the NIH and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which he supervises. Another headline, Biden regime to monitor private communications, calls on social media carriers to, quote, dispel information about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages, end quote. What is the official definition of misinformation? Again, any information that does not conform with the official narrative, the official propaganda. When will Americans investigate for themselves? I'm going to state that over and over and over instead of blindly waving their flags and believing whatever they're told to believe from the mainstream media trough of official propaganda. Another headline, Fauci calls for more vaccine mandates at the local level. No surprise, they just keep tightening the noose. How can the police state unfold with such blinding speed? Because far too many are still clinging to their programming, Stockholm Syndrome on steroids, that the controllers are committed to protecting and caring for populations, they think. Populations that are not only expendable to those in power, but are now a rapidly increasing liability to the controllers as the planet's life support systems collapse. This conclusion is especially applicable to the often armed U.S. population. How many self-proclaimed survivalists are stocking up on weapons without considering this? The controllers don't need to take your weapons. All they need to do is take your water. Game over. And that's exactly what they're doing to the U.S. West. By drought and incineration. 
shutting off the flow of water to the U.S. West. The geoengineers control the spigot, or they can use deluge, which they're using in other parts of the globe as well. The climate engineers can and are controlling food production by drought and deluge. Covert climate engineering operations are the crown jewel weapon of the global controllers. They can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they are under assault. And even now, the denial of such realities persists in spite of mountains of irrefutable data, film footage. People don't believe what they can see with their lying eyes. They believe what they're told to believe. They see what they're told to see. And that is why we're in the dark place we are in at this very critical hour. So many blindly believing in controller-scripted lies and delusions. This is not a strategy for survival. As I stated in the last broadcast, U.S. government agencies have long since stocked up on bullets. Why do you think that is? Is it a plan B if plan A fails? You decide. But on that subject, I need to make a quick correction to a figure I cited on my last broadcast, a figure that I'm very familiar with, but that I misspoke about. In regard to the quantity of bullets that were purchased by U.S. agencies like Homeland Security, I meant to state 2.4 billion rounds of 40 caliber hollow point, billion with a B. That's about seven bullets for every single American. Why would the controllers want so much ammunition? That's designed for one purpose only. Again, I ask, is this their plan B if plan A fails? Again, you decide. Moving on. France insists health workers get COVID-19 shots as infections rise. From that report, COVID jabs become mandatory for health workers in France. Health pass to be required for restaurants and cinemas. Steps aimed to boost vaccination rates. That's the bottom line, isn't it? All over the world. All of them pushing for the same outcome, colluding and cooperating behind the scenes. Governments that otherwise seem adversarial, not on climate engineering, not on CV-19. In a televised address to the French nation, French President Macron stated this, quote, we must go towards vaccination of all French people. It is the only way towards a normal life, end quote, again from Macron. The only way toward a normal life, any that actually believe such a statement are living in an alternative reality. The former paradigm is over. It's not coming back. You can quote me on that. Here's another report from last week that many might have missed. FDA to add warning over neurological side effects linked to J&J injections. The data just keeps stacking up. And this, North Carolina, door-to-door vaccines launch. When will the door-to-door campaign come to your neighborhood? Ask yourself that question. The controllers will continue with every imaginable effort to divide populations against each other, pitting, in this case, the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. That will be core to their strategy. Let's back up a bit and expand our view to the wider horizon. What's the bottom line to all of it? The planet's collapsing life support systems with climate engineering further fueling the process. Let's cover some breaking reports on biosphere collapse. This, the U.S. is experiencing, quote, wet bulb heat, which can be deadly even to healthy people. Wet bulb conditions occur when heat and humidity are too high for sweat to evaporate. Such conditions can be fatal for humans even if the temperature and humidity both exceed only 95 degrees. That's 95 degree ambient temperature, 95 Fahrenheit, 
and 95% humidity. That is in the wet bulb range. Deadly to the human organism. Body cannot cool itself, no matter how healthy you are. Such conditions are becoming common at blinding speed as cascading feedback loops fuel us toward total planetary collapse. On that note, more headlines from last week. California braces for dangerous weekend of record-setting heat. The West Coast is preparing for yet another extreme heat wave with highs in the triple digits in parts of the state Saturday. And they were referring to last Saturday. But how much of a cool-down have we had? Now a cool-down is getting down to only 5 or 10 degrees above average instead of 20 or 25 degrees above average. Or in the case of British Columbia, 50 degrees above average, which would be the equivalent when British Columbia hits 121.3 degrees Fahrenheit. That would be like Redding, California being in the 150-degree range. People aren't grasping the totality of what's unfolding. From the LA Times, this, California hit by record-breaking fire and destruction. Climate change is real, the Times says, and it's bad. What else is real that we're not being told about that is so incredibly obvious for anyone that doesn't have their eyes wide shut? The climate engineering elephant in the equation. And do we think the governments around the globe are going to ask our permission before they deploy climate engineering, before they did deploy it over 75 years ago, and we have the entire climate science community pretending that we're not seeing what we're seeing? That everything they describe as being geoengineering, that they say we could, should, may have to do, looks exactly like what we see with exactly the effects we see, but then they claim we're not seeing what we're seeing and it's not really happening. For those that have the courage to face the truth, go to geoengineeringwatch.org and view our groundbreaking documentary, The Dimming, which proves conclusively that heavy aircraft are emitting climate engineering elements in our skies. No more argument. It's happening. For those that have the courage to view that documentary and for those that are willing to help us sound the alarm, please share the link directly from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org so that we can overcome the social media censorship of this critically important data. Data that, in fact, shines the light on the biggest single hole in the bottom of the boat, the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face short of nuclear cataclysm. Why? Because what's happening in our skies is much, much more than just climate engineering, much, much more. And it is affecting the entire life support system of the planet, contaminating every single breath we take. And even when there's no visible overhead aerosol dispersions going on, the air so often looks completely filthy. And it's not just smoke. We see it in winter as well. And smoke provides a cover for the climate engineers so that they can spray aerosols offshore, it all blows in, this hazy, filthy, dirty sky, you can't even see across the horizon, but everybody pretends it's not happening. For how much longer? We have lab tests from all over the globe that prove climate engineering elements are raining down through the air column in unbelievable quantities, enough quantities to change soil pH values in Northern California, and I have the USDA original historic baselines for pH value in my possession. Soil pHs have changed in Northern California from 10 to 12 times toward alkaline. Do you have any idea how much metal it takes in our precipitation to do that to the soils? And I've done that testing in the field with USDA soil scientists, and I work with former Forest Service scientists and former Fish and Game, and that's how bad it is. Tree roots are dying Aquatic and terrestrial insect life are dying. The soil microbiome is dying. And these particulates in the atmosphere are destroying the ozone layer. Another subject altogether. If we had no other threats, none, except the now rapidly disintegrating ozone layer, that by itself is an ELE event, extinction level event, mid-decade, mathematically and statistically. 
It's not hard to feel how searing the sunlight is. Nothing has changed with the sun. It's our atmosphere that has changed. That's what's wrong. Climate engineering is the single most destructive factor to the atmosphere. And climate engineering includes the radio frequency microwave transmissions that are tearing the atmosphere apart. And many other things. All forms of air travel, every single rocket satellite launch, everything. Destroying the atmosphere. The human race is not behaving like a species that wants to survive very long. And I fully realize how unpopular this message is because everybody wants the party to continue. But at what cost? At what cost? At the cost of our children having no future whatsoever, no future generations whatsoever. And that is exactly the course we're on. More headlines. North America has its hottest June on record. And that's in spite of the fact that they have kept the East Coast cool with chemical ice nucleation operations. That's the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. Still the hottest June on record, and they are falsifying temperatures to the downside, not the upside. We are so far past pre-industrial baselines. We are far past the point, the baseline at which humans have existed on this planet, and no one's willing to acknowledge that. But geoengineeringwatch.org has for over a decade. From AccuWeather, unfathomable heat helped June smash North America heat record. Over and over, the headlines keep coming, and the researchers keep claiming they had no idea how bad it was. It's far worse than they expected. We knew. Geoengineeringwatch.org knew. How come they didn't know? But they did know. They simply didn't say so, and now they're saying so because they can't hide it any longer. When? What will it take for academia to band together and stand up and tell the truth while it can still make a difference? More headlines. Federal water shortage limits loom over Colorado River and all who depend on it. Next headline, multiple sources. Another major heat wave is set to roast the western U.S. and Canada. That's an ionosphere heater-produced dome of high pressure that allows them to steer the upper-level wind currents. Many agendas behind this. Search the engineering drought section at geoengineeringwatch.org. Search the engineering wildfire section. Learn more. Next headline, pray for rain. Minnesota tracks worsening drought conditions. That's from Duluth News Tribune. Next headline, let the birds eat them. Crops shrivel as heat wave hits Washington State. That's from the New York Times. Next headline, Egypt and Ethiopia clash over Nile River Dam as water scarcity looms worldwide. Climate engineering is absolutely being used as a covert weapon to crush crop production. For the record, we must have more overall rain on a rapidly warming planet, not less. The laws of physics are inarguable on this point. The atmosphere holds 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. If there is less overall rain, there is a factor we are not being told about. That factor is climate engineering operations, which are completely disrupting the planet's hydrological cycle, creating drought and deluge scenarios. But no matter how bad the climate chaos gets, the majority are still clinging desperately to the official denial of the climate engineering elephant in the sky. From the UK Guardian, this. American West stuck in cycle of, quote, heat, drought, and fire, experts warn. The experts that are paid to cover the tracks of the climate engineers because in regard to the drought and wildfire scenarios, the single greatest factor is absolutely scientifically verifiably the climate engineering scenario. We can see it on satellite imagery. We can see them blocking the storm track off the west coast of North America. It's inarguable. I'm not denying all other sources of damage to the planet. Not at all. And I've seen so many academia who pretend to be science-based, who put their fingers in their ears and behave like, again, kindergartners. I'll cite an example that I had last week in a moment and, and ignore the climate engineering issue because that's what they're so-called environmental agency leaders tell them to do because those agency leaders and environmental groups are trying to protect 
they're 501c3 nonprofits, so they won't acknowledge the climate engineering elephant in the equation. They pretend it's not happening until the entire boat goes down, and that moment is perilously close. Also from the UK Guardian, our climate change turning point is right here, right now, it states. That's a blatant, glaring lie. We passed the point of no return at least two decades ago. We're in the Thelma and Louise moment flying through the air, and the passengers of the, of the car are fighting over what radio station to listen to. We live in a planetary asylum. When will the truth be acknowledged? Another report from the LA Times. Should California have much tougher water restrictions? What California should do, starting with Gavin Newsom, who knows climate engineering is occurring, is to expose and stop what is preventing our rain in the first place. That's the core of the problem that no one's willing to admit to. Apparently, until the brutal, bitter end. From ABC News and other sources, the West catches fire while the East goes underwater as climate change fuels both extremes. No, geoengineering. That's the core causal factor for this type of weather whiplash extreme. Please search this title. Geoengineering creating freeze-fry extremes for an in-depth video report on exactly what is creating this scenario, not just in the U.S., but elsewhere. And as stated, it's not just epic drought that's killing crops. It's also deluge. This headline from last week, Relentless Rainfall Wipes Out Hudson Valley Crops in the U.S. But wait, Biden's going to protect the environment, right? Not so much. This headline from last week, U.S. drilling permit approval skyrocket despite Biden climate pledge. No surprise. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. What else is the administration up to? This, Cuba blames unrest on U.S. interference as Biden backs protests. No surprise. Cuba blamed the historic protests that took place over the weekend on U.S. economic asphyxiation and social media campaigns by a minority of U.S. financed counter-revolutionaries while U.S. President Joe Biden said he stood with the Cuban people. Remember the Venezuela scenario? How about Ukraine? Question, over the last hundred years, how many countries have the U.S. alphabet agencies been directly involved with destabilizing, occupying, or outright invading? Nearly a hundred countries. It's about empire and the resources needed to sustain it. But Americans still cling to the simplistic program belief that America is always good. Everyone else is bad. Right. Countries that are literally starving to death send us all their resources because they love us so much. America is 5% of the global population, uses 25% of the world's resources, and they acquire it at the point of a gun or through other tactics like those just mentioned. Economic annihilation is a key weapon of the U.S. empire, and I am not condoning any other country. But as the proverb goes, how can you tell your neighbor to take this splinter out of their eye when you have a log in your own. I will continue to remind of the following mathematical reality. The planet's collapsing life support systems can no longer support or sustain the impact of the human race. Climate intervention operations are further fueling the collapse. When there's not enough to go around, the law of the jungle will immediately prevail. It's already unfolding. The Mad Max reality is coming for us all. And here's a preview. From last week, South Africa is burning, looting and violence and chaos. Protesters have blockaded roads and some were seen walking off with appliances including TV sets, washing machines, and shopping trolleys filled to the brim. Question. Are the controllers of U.S. preparing for the same? From last week, this headline. U.S. conducts massive kill web and autonomous drone drills across California and Florida. Imagine that. 
Also from last week, the U.S. is pulling out of Afghanistan, leaving chaos and collapse. Sounds about like the fate of Vietnam after the U.S. was done creating carnage there. And these are just two examples of many. And about the interpreters that worked for the empire in Afghanistan, they're being abandoned. Again, no surprise. The empire is done with them. Biden and Germany's Angela Merkel met up. And why was Hillary Clinton in attendance? And this headline from last week, Germany floods. Merkel voices horror at catastrophe amid search for missing. Interesting timing on that disaster, isn't it? Whatever visible conflicts there may be, all major powers are colluding and cooperating on core issues like climate intervention and the CB19 scenario. It cannot be otherwise. How's the economy doing through it all? Electric vehicles will save us, right? Not so much. This headline from last week, it's time to unplug the hype over electric vehicles. Electric vehicles, for the record, that are charged with power often generated by coal generation plants are no help. EVs themselves are no panacea, nor is so-called renewable energy. Again, view Planet of the Humans online for an expose of the truth about so-called renewable energy. And I want to state for the record, my home was on the cover of the world's largest renewable energy magazine. I have wind, hydro, and solar, three wind turbines, 15 kW of solar. I have a background in that industry with Bechtel Power in my youth. I'm simply stating it's at best a hydrocarbon fuel extension. It will not save us. And the notion that it will is an absolute fantasy. Environmental collapse forces economic and societal collapse. The weight of the human race, again, is crushing the planet's life support systems. Over the tens of thousands of years of human existence, in the 1900s, population finally hit 1.6 billion. But now it's hit almost 8 billion after only a little more than a hundred years. And those that believe such an equation of proliferation, endless consumption, plunder, pillage, and polluting can continue indefinitely on a finite planet with finite resources are considered, quote, normal and sane. But in fact, such a conclusion is completely insane. The global controllers are acutely aware of what's coming. They help to create it. Again, this question, why are populations so willingly permitting power structures to determine who will live and who will not? Many more frontline breaking reports in a moment. Reports that cover the converging catastrophes that are rapidly closing in on all of us. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and by doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for making your voices heard in this most critical effort to sound the alarm. It's our collective actions that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 310, July 17th. 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This non-political, commercial-free, frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, Washington State, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio, Texas, Tampa, Florida, San Francisco, Sacramento, San Diego, and now in Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, and Columbus, Ohio. I want to express my deepest gratitude to all those that have helped geoengineeringwatch.org expand our voice to so many major locations. Those that have helped in this effort know who they are. If you know of any radio source that might be willing to pick up the 
Global Alert News Broadcast, let us know at geoengineeringwatch.org. We will make our broadcast file available to them for free. Our only goal is to sound the alarm. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch.org awareness raising printed materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. These materials are exponentially more effective at waking others up than anything that can be conveyed verbally. A picture is worth a thousand words as the proverb goes. The recently completed geoengineeringwatch.org documentary on climate engineering titled The dimming conclusively proves climate engineering operations are occurring in our skies this groundbreaking documentary is now posted on the top center of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. please help us to overcome social media censorship and to expose the insanity in our skies by sharing the link to this groundbreaking documentary that fully exposes the ongoing climate engineering assault Sharing the link for the documentary directly from the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage through email helps us to overcome, again, the attempt of the controllers to censor the dimming documentary and geoengineeringwatch.org data. In regard to what's being carried out in our skies, it's much more than just climate engineering. Keep that in mind. Will mainstream media ever acknowledge the truth about climate engineering or the CV-19 scenario? Don't hold your breath. Corporate media is now nothing less than a power structure ministry of propaganda. Any that still believe Fauci, Gates, and friends are actually concerned with protecting, preserving, and thus proliferating populations have their eyes wide shut. The power brokers are rapidly losing control of the narrative. Thus, they are more desperate and dangerous than ever. They have already lost whatever control they thought they had over the climate system. The ongoing climate engineering operations, on top of the endless list of other human activities that have decimated the planet, are now driving a total collapse of the climate system and Earth's former energy balance. What's all that add up to? This. The planet's life support systems are completely collapsing. If any part of the human race is to have any chance of surviving what's unfolding, the damage to Earth's last remaining functional systems must stop, starting with the complete and immediate halt of geoengineering operations, a.k.a. weather warfare, which are completely derailing the planet's attempt to respond to the damage already done from countless sources of human activity, if not stopped. Mathematically speaking, we have no chance, even on a near-term horizon. Many locations in the U.S. West are currently rarely seeing natural cloud formations, let alone a drop of rain, all of it being blocked by constant offshore atmospheric aerosol spraying operations and the constant dome of heat-generating high pressure. That's a direct result of RF microwave transmission facilities like HARP in Glacona, Alaska. Blatant atmospheric aerosol spraying operations are not generally carried out within the heat dome boundaries, leading many to falsely believe that the weather warfare operations have been scaled back. But such a conclusion couldn't be further from the truth. The planet's hydrological cycle, i.e. the rain cycle, has been and continues to be completely disrupted and derailed by the climate engineering assault, the pillars of which are atmospheric aerosol dispersions and extremely powerful atmospheric microwave transmissions. The result? Drought and deluge scenarios, which are worsening by the day all over the world. Again, a definition of what an ionosphere heater facility is for those that have not yet heard of such technology or have not done any honest investigation of it. From Scientific American, this report, quote, human activity will heat Alaskan skies deliberately and picturesquely. 
as long as you don't know the consequences. From the report, HARP stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. That acronym is meant to be confusing. They state HARP is capable of beaming millions of watts of radio energy into the ionosphere, the region that starts at 100 kilometers above the ground, where solar photons and charged particles crash into Earth's atmosphere. There, radio signals will excite electrons and turn them into waves of hot ionized gas. How wonderful. Let's use the atmosphere for a physics lab, i.e. weaponizing it. Moving from the Scientific American spin, ionosphere heaters like HARP, the most powerful facility of its kind in the world, again are using Earth's atmosphere for a physics lab, not for benevolent purposes, but for weaponization of the atmosphere. Search the Martin Sheen narrated documentary titled Holes in Heaven, and though it's not the entire truth, it's a big bite of it. The Science Channel produced a documentary in 2005 titled Owning the Weather. Good luck trying to find a still-posted version of this documentary. The controllers are doing their best to suppress it. There's another more recent documentary with the same title, but it's not the same film. From the science source CosmoLearning.org, the following statement, which was made in reference to the Science Channel documentary that, again, has already been censored from their site. Quote, For many, weather control suggests the ability always to have pleasant weather and to avoid serious storms or long droughts. But due to the frequency of destructive storms, hurricanes, and floods, or to their total absence, i.e. droughts, such people assume that weather control has not been mastered and therefore is not being used. This naive view assumes that weather would always be controlled for the good of humanity. Human nature seems to dictate otherwise. The discovery of any new power is considered to confer a military advantage and therefore its very existence is kept secret for as long as possible. In the meantime, the general public is being told that all wild weather phenomena, including scenarios that are highly anomalous and inexplicable by natural forces, are still, quote, Mother Nature at work. Here's the bottom line reality. Various military and even private agencies have long since been utilizing weather intervention technology and thus wreaking havoc with the weather. In summary, ionosphere heaters are capable of heating the ionosphere to astonishingly high temperatures. They accomplish this by transmitting millions of watts of microwave energy into the ionosphere, which triggers an electrical chain reaction. The heating of the atmosphere expands it up and down. The downward push of the atmosphere is core to the high-pressure heat domes that are wreaking havoc with surface temperatures and weather patterns. This amounts to a total disruption of the planet's hydrological cycle, i.e. the cycle. The result, droughts and deluges of biblical proportion. But of course, official sources are tasked with total denial. Here's the final statement from the Scientific American article on the HARP ionosphere heater. Quote, despite the rumors, Scientific American says, HARP has never been able to control the weather. Sadly, how many will swallow that simplistic, factless deception? without a moment's investigation of the facts. Judging from the scope and scale of climate engineering aggression currently being carried out by the controllers, drying and frying western North America and some of the northern tier states while consistently drenching and cooling the south and parts of the east, catastrophic climate collapse is close. In fact, already unfolding. We passed the point of no return perhaps two decades ago. Key tipping factors are and will continue to radically accelerate the equation from here on out. The loss of Earth's reflective ice deposits is a core factor. Those with the courage to face the truth will take the time to view the non-political, shocking visual documentary titled Chasing Ice, which is available online for about $3. Discover if your own eyes 
can convince you of the truth. Then search Siberian methane craters online. View those images and connect the dots. Massive methane deposits are thawing from tundra and on the seabed and exploding into the atmosphere. The craters must be seen to be believed. The controllers are desperately trying to hide what's unfolding from populations for as long as possible. And in their attempt to hide what's occurring, they're actually further fueling the fire with climate engineering operations. Again, climate engineering is a primary tool for them. Temporary and highly toxic surface cooldowns are being carried out by climate engineering operations seeding cloud moisture with patented processes of chemical ice nucleation. And this comes at the cost, though, of further fueling the overall planetary meltdown. Search the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more. And while you're at it, connect still more dots. Search the engineering droughts section and the engineering wildfire section. One of our most important reports is titled, Wildfires Serve Geoengineering Agenda. Please view, search, and share that report if you want to understand how the wildfires fit in with the climate engineering overall objectives. Forgive me for ranting, but there's a number of key database conclusions that need to be covered before we possibly lose our ability to communicate which the power structure can carry out at any moment of their choosing. The human race's hydrocarbon fuel fiesta is over. Collapse is not coming. It's here. Those that roll their eyes and walk away from any such consideration or conclusion won't have the option of denial for much longer. The ongoing and unfolding CV-19 scenario is a parallel harbinger of total controller desperation. Again, this question, is it rational to believe that the controllers are, for some unexplainable reason, going to treat the human race any better than they've treated the planet? Why would anyone come to such a baseless conclusion? Where's any evidence of benevolence toward the human race by the top tiers of the power structure? Mercury is put into our mouths in the form of mercury fillings, aluminum in our deodorant. Aluminum is a primary element in solar radiation management, raining down through the air column where we get to inhale it with every breath we take. Aluminum as an adjuvant in injections, an endless list of toxic chemicals in our water and in our food. Genetically modified insects like mosquitoes that are released on populations without their approval. And we're told this is for our own good. Here's a breaking report on that subject. At least seven states are reporting mosquitoes carrying diseases that can paralyze humans. wonder which mosquitoes those are exactly. On the subject of genetically modified insects, how many have done in-depth, honest research on the origins of Lyme disease? If you can get past the smokescreen of official denial, you won't like what you find on that subject. Big Pharma, the medical industrial complex, the military industrial complex, all can be found with their fingerprints in this entire mix, along with individuals like Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates, who has long since fanatically made known his goal of drastically reducing global populations. So again, this question, is it rational or in any way reasonable to believe entities and individuals like those I have just mentioned want to protect the health and welfare of exploding global human populations? Would it make any sense at all? Is it in any way rational to come to such a conclusion that such sources and individuals are sincerely trying to help the human race continue along the path of endless proliferation? So again, this question must be considered. Why are so many in the human race so willingly assisting the controllers in the endeavor of deciding who lives, at least in the short term, and who dies? What exactly am I referring to? I'll leave that up to the listener to decide. Next headline. Three countries on Earth declined the CV-19 vax. All three of their presidents are now dead. From that report, there are only three countries whose government officials refuse to accept the CV-19 vaccine from the World Health Organization, Burundi, Tanzania, and Haiti. 
the officials in those countries who declined the CB19 experimental injections were their presidents. All three have now been assassinated. What a surprise. Again, this reminder, climate and biosphere collapse have beat the controllers to the intersection. They're now in a panic, and now more desperate and dangerous than ever before. Next headline from last week, Department of Homeland Security training course, prepare for mass public quarantine of unvaccinated rural Americans. Next headline, same general theme, IBM partners with Moderna for COVID reset. Question, how many know anything at all about the part IBM played in the World War II genocides? No history. Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it, as the proverb goes. Another headline from last week, a country that has lost its way. The U.S. government and corporations combine to strip citizens of their rights. The globalist strategy of divide and conquer continues to gain ground. Far too many are completely caught up in the smoke and mirrors of mass distraction as total environmental and societal collapse looms large over our collective heads. Bread and circus till the brutal bitter end. Power structure controlled media constantly rants that we should, quote, follow the science. But which science? The kind that's bought and paid for by big pharma and the medical industrial complex? And then there's the bought and paid for so-called experts that are tasked with completely denying climate engineering and the part it continues to play in further fueling the collapse of Earth's remaining life support systems. Last week, I had an alarming exchange with a U.S. Forest Service supervisor. The moment I mentioned the word geoengineering, his behavior regressed to that of a kindergartner that covers their ears and says, I can't hear you. Literally, he would not even acknowledge that he heard the geoengineering term into the exchange. How many there are in the halls of academia and official agencies that are completely betraying the human race and the entire web of life in exchange for a paycheck and a pension? More headlines from the front lines of biosphere collapse. Bootleg fire in Oregon uncontrollably doubles in size amid mega drought. Again, go to geoengineeringwatch.org and search engineering droughts. Learn more. Another headline. Amazon rainforest now emitting more CO2 than it absorbs. Geoengineeringwatch.org announced this 10 years ago. Forests were becoming carbon sources, not carbon sinks. Another headline. Last week, Arctic ice at record low for this time of year. If you think Arctic ice... And its collapse is only a problem for polar bears. Think again. If the totality of frozen methane hydrate and clathrate deposits in Arctic tundra and on the Arctic seabed completely thaw and escape into the atmosphere, game over. This planet will turn into a sister to Venus. It's called Venus Syndrome. Search that. Geoengineeringwatch.org, Venus Syndrome. Learn more. Another headline from last week. Scorching heat in Siberia and Europe. Record low ice coverage in the Arctic. Another overlapping of that headline. Another headline, climate change made North America's deadly heat wave 150 times more likely. Again, no mention whatsoever of the elephant in the sky, or in this case, the elephant in Glucona, Alaska, the HARP facility, which is one of many such facilities that use their massive microwave transmission ability to heat the atmosphere, the ionosphere, and create the high-pressure heat domes. Ionosphere heaters are part of the weather warfare arsenal. On that same subject, next headline from multiple science sources, quote, heat dome probably killed one billion marine animals on Canada coast, experts say. Sea creatures found boiled alive after Canada's deadly heat wave. Clams, mussels, sea stars, and snails were found boiled to death. 
in Canada along beaches during the country's record-breaking heat wave. Most intertidal animals can only bear a temperature of up to 86 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a surface thermal temperature. Thermal imaging on June 28th showed that the temperature on the Vancouver coastline hit 122 degrees Fahrenheit. The heat was intense and unrelenting. Next headline, also heat-related. Red tide returns to Tampa Bay. This is a major disaster. Massive, massive fish kill. You have to see the pictures to believe it. Another headline, also from Florida. Very sad. Manatees are dying in record numbers in Florida. All of this is related to the complete collapse of the ocean ecosystem. It's happening all over the world. No one is talking about it. Trying to mask this from the population to the last possible moment. Another headline, dire drought warning. California says nearly all salmon could die in Sacramento River. Heat related. That's my backyard. Another headline, Nordic countries also endure heat wave. Next headline, Australian scientists warn urgent action needed to save 19 collapsing ecosystems. This is like polishing the rails on the deck of the Titanic. If we don't deal with the biggest hole in the bottom of the boat first, i.e. climate engineering, the intentional intervention in Earth's life support system, the boat goes down. All other concerns and causes then become moot. How many are willing to put aside bias, preconception, and programming so that they might see the horizon through a clear lens? Honest and objective investigation of core existential threats like climate intervention and the CV-19 scenario are absolutely essential. Consider this nugget of biblical scripture. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they have rejected knowledge. That's from Hosea 4.1. And this next quote from John Everett Hale, brought to my attention by the commenter Coleman. Hale said this, I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something I can do. What I can do, I should do. And what I should do, by the grace of God, I will do. Fight this battle from wherever you are by raising awareness in your circles. Mass organized efforts are not necessary or needed. Like the colonists did in the Revolutionary War, we metaphorically fight from behind rocks and trees. We don't try to line up in an unnecessary organized fashion like the British did. How well did that go for them? Start spot fires of awareness, and when they all merge together, it will be a blaze that cannot be extinguished by the collective insanity that is currently controlling the narrative while pushing the planet toward extremely near-term total collapse, i.e. omnicide. We must refuse to succumb to fear. And exactly what is there to fear? That the worst that can happen is we get a one-way ticket out of the planetary asylum? If there's any point or purpose in our entire existence, and to my very core I believe that there is, then what could be more meaningful than to stand against the gathering storm, against the gathering insanity, with every fiber of our being, no matter what comes? Those in power are not gods and we are not helpless, but the sand in the hourglass is running out by the day. The only way forward in this fight is to reach a critical mass of awareness in the population and within the ranks of the U.S. military. Awareness means more than just knowing. It means awakening a sense of responsibility to our posterity, to the web of life, indeed to the whole. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how you can help to turn the tide of insanity. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org.